are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss the Monster Squad. Please remember to be kind, and whoever has Van Helsing's diary, please return it at once. Hello, and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host, Megan. And John. (laughs) And we're back again with another fun episode. Guess who's back? Back again? That's right. Okay. (laughs) Um... So it's officially fall. It's thank God. I mean, I guess it's been fall for a little bit by the time you hear this, but it's officially fall. The weather has been amazing. I can't Uh, believe it's actually cold again. I'm so used to the fucking 80s and 90s anymore that when I got up this morning and felt like 30 degree weather on my body (laughs) and I had to get a jacket Mm -hmm. just to grab the trash can to bring it closer to the house. I, it was like I was floating. Oh, my God. Um, it's a wonderful day for Paul. Oh, do not. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> um, I, we had chili. Oh, and that's how you, it is soup season. <laughs> it was really good, too. You did a really good job. Thank you. And you know how else I know that it's fall and it's gotten cold? Because, because I was drinking cider. I sound like this. When yeah. it, we... I mean, it's almost a 50 <laughs> degree difference from just last week. We were in the 90s and this morning it was like in the 40s. But at least you don't sound like Barry White. I uh, I mean, my voice Can't is deeper. Love, it's deeper and I'm going to try really hard not to cough and clear my throat through this and that's going to be do. difficult, so bear with me for sounding so I'll give scratchy. you the bare minimum attempts too. And my ears also like closed up. This just happened while we start recording. <laughs> so great. I can't wait for this. Um, There's been a lot of stuff happen. It's been a crazy year for football, too, for people that like just like football. You know, I didn't I've, think my team would fucking suck this bad, but <laughs> but I'm a Raiders fan. I, lifelong. I've always rooted for the bad guys. Now, I never really cared for sports. I mean, I'll watch it. It's entertaining, but I never followed it until Notre Dame started off bad too. The last couple of years. So, Notre Dame, well, I'm not even looking at college football. No. Sorry. Oh my god, the nose <laughs> sniffling. I'm going to have to like do something. That's anyway, I'm it's just hard. disgusting this right now. This <laughs> weather has been rough. But I've been out in the elements so much. I feel really good. Mm-hmm. I got to talk about how one of the one of the big things for me about so far with fall mm-hmm. is I got stuck out in the country for a little bit, just driving mm-hmm. and it was just cornfields and it was like tall corn. Oh yeah. And you know, eventually you're driving for so long, you really got to rock a piss. Oh my God. Yeah. And there's this really cool, uh, part I dipped off of on the road mm-hmm. and it actually had like a little cutout too. Like it was just made just for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I got out and I was, you know, doing my business mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got scared by the corn rattling. Oh, <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> I started having children of the corn vibes. Like I was like, <laughs> oh no. The next thing I heard, no, I was like, they're going to start looking for the man in blue. Good thing I wasn't wearing that. 
I sit in a building in concrete walls and I stare at a wall all day long. So he who walks I am, behind the rose. I am envious of you. <laughs> I, wow, you know, that's something I forgot. I forget about Children of the Corn. I know. And we watched a lot of those when we first started really like hanging out. Dating. You can say it, John. We, Dating. There I, we go. I like like you. So I, I like like you too. It. <laughs> it's all right, Megan. I think you're cute too. Thank you. No worries. All right. I guess we'll get into this episode now. I didn't um, say I was ready yet. Okay. Anything else? I've been following a lot of things oh, about. God. You were serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I've been following a lot of things about movies that are coming out, and I'm just disappointed. I don't want any more superhero movies. What's coming out now? There's they just announced there's going to be a sequel to the Batman. Mm-hmm. There's a whole new launch for Iron Man. Oh, I I don't care. I don't follow any of that stuff. It's not like I've never really. I don't but know. I thing, watched The Dark Knight, and that was like one of the ones I was mostly into, and that was over a decade ago. And we didn't even get to start Dahmer yet, which I'm sure all of you by this point have watched Dahmer and are ruining it for people on the internet. I hope by the time this airs, we'll at least have started it. <laughs> but real talk, I loved the new season of Cobra Kai. Oh, it was amazing. Season five, it was really good. I'm nowhere near ready to watch the new season of that. So I was. I'm glad. I'm glad you were. (laughs) I'm really good about staying up on my shows. No. Well, I feel like how do I simultaneously feel like I'm always doing something and nothing at the same time? I feel like I've accomplished nothing by the end of the day. And it makes me mad because men are really good at sitting and women are really good at multitasking. Thank you. I'm surprised you didn't just slam me on that one for some reason. What would you want me to do? Just take a shot at you? I expected the worst. <laughs> I don't know. No. Not on not on a uh, air. <laughs> no. She you're the best. And don't I deserve the best? Oh my god. All right. I think we really <laughs> should get into the episode now for we'll real. Get into it. Because this week we're covering now this we've covered a movie that I really liked. Um, one of my top favorite scary movies. This isn't a scary movie, but it's still like a fall type of movie for us. Scream. Um, well, you, Scream. Yeah, that was mine. But this week we'll which be covering. Was really fun. I really had fun covering Scream. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it's one of my favorites. But this week we are covering Monster Squad. Fuck yeah! It's one of my favorite movies. I've loved that movie since I was a little little guy. And I've only seen it in the last few years because of you. I'd never seen it before. I never even heard it's, of it before. It's it's a cult movie. I can just say that because mm. it it didn't do well. Oh, okay. Well, we can jump into the numbers if you want. If you want to go ahead and tell us, I don't even know what year it came out. Eighty uh, August fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Ooh, I was gonna say eighty six. I was close. 87. Okay. And the how, day the astronaut astronauts went to the moon. What? In what? No, it was in 1969. Yeah, there's you're a right. song about it. We went to the well. It's oh my god. Um, I never mind. I'm not to even gonna moon. sing it. There is a song I heard that sings about we went to the moon in 1969. That's how I know. I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just thought I would put some trivia out there. I didn't say it had to be right. 
Oh, so don't we stop just me from telling a good story. Make up whatever we want now. <laughs> right. All right. So how much? I don't even know if I can guess. Just based off costumes, I feel like the budget had to be a little hefty. Well, for its time, twelve million dollars. I think I don't know if you could consider that middle ground. That was the budget. Yeah, or consider that as like major money. Which uh-huh. in today's money, that's thirty-one million dollars. If, if we were budgeting a movie right now, that's thirty-one million. That's for everything: your effects, your lighting, stage, all that. It's right. hiring all these people. I, that's not too bad. I figured just because of the costume, the sets were kind of. I don't know. I feel like didn't have to go too much into the set. It all went into the actual characters and cast. I think. I think the best thing about that movie, as far as sets. Was the setup for the father son moment and the clubhouse itself? I really love that clubhouse. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. extended. Like you never see a clubhouse where it like has its own like, like more than one room. <laughs> right. It's it was luxury. It's like yeah. a condo for kids. Oh, uh, um, and how much did it end up making? Well, it didn't do well. Oh, like I said. Okay. So they. What they paid twelve million for it. How much did it make? A solid three point eight. Ooh, <laughs> that's solid though, Megan. So today that's like nine point nine. Oh, that's so not like a, like a third of it. What it cost to make it? That's not good. No, the movie's very good. No, I mean you liked it. Just, it, it just but... didn't make money. <laughs> I guess not. Um, did you happen to grab a synopsis of it, by the way? If not, I have it. No, go ahead. Do, do your thing. Okay, because we don't. We haven't even said what this movie is about. I forget we usually start, or I typically start with a synopsis, but I'm like out of it. So it's okay. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Mix and... <laughs> little things up. You know, some people like to have variety. Oh, Lord. All right, here. <laughs> uh, I'm like breathing through my nose sorry or breathing through my mouth stop apologizing they know what you're doing i know okay (laughs) synopsis five youngsters find themselves up against the combined might of dracula the mummy the gill man and frankenstein's monster who arrive in town in search of a magic amulet Mm. so i mean it's a fun the wolfman did it oh you know what it didn't there's a wolfman in there too and it's not listed on here Man, fuck that synopsis. <laughs> I don't know where I that came better... from. All, All right. right, tell us. <laughs> I re- I'm like, someone's missing. There's five people. Here's my synopsis. Okay. Do you like the Goonies? Yes, I love the Goonies. Do you like the Universal Monsters? Yeah. What could, what could happen if you took two of those things and mixed them together? I bet you get something like this movie. <laughs> you get the fucking Monster Squad. Okay. In yeah. all of its glory. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't say Wolfman. That sucks. I As I was reading, I said, this got, isn't right. He's got one of the best parts in the movie, too. That's what's crazy. Uh, he's mentioned him before anybody else in the movie. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll get into Not it. from the start of the movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, with the kids. Okay. We'll get into it in a minute, because I have thoughts and feelings on the, the characters and their look. I love that. This movie, Megan, everything about it. You're gonna okay. if you try to ruin something, I it's gonna cause problems for me and you. I don't want to ruin it for <laughs> you. I just I'm gonna give my honest opinion on the movie because I watched bits and pieces. Like I think I've caught it while you've watched it several times. Um, 
but I finally sat down and watched the whole thing through just to get a feel for it. You and actually watched a movie from start to finish. It's pretty cool. I I was getting <laughs> up uh, through it a couple times, but yes, I watched the majority of it. <laughs> That's how I do it. I get up. Oh. I see parts I like. It just it raises me. Oh Lord, praise Him <sighs> and all His mercies. <laughs> Okay, are we going to do Ready to Rumble in every episode or every other episode at this point? Oh, shoot. That is Ready to Rumble, isn't it? Yes. Man, that movie has left a, like an image on me. It's super cool. Like quotable. Xanadu for you. And we talk about Xanadu a lot. Xanadu for you. All right. Um, you'll have to tell me the cast because there's, the, uh, there's one character in it that I can't place. I know her and it's making me mad. It's the mom. Ooh, yeah. And I can tell you why you know who she is. Okay. I'd Mary Ellen Trainer, Because she was in every movie you've ever seen with me. Okay. She's in Die Hard. Oh, okay. I'm not Die Hard. She is in Lethal Weapon. That's, yeah. <coughs> She's Sorry. the therapist. She's in The Goonies as the mom. Is she the mom? She's Mikey's mom in The, in the Sling. I guess. Okay. Adios, senorita. Oh. He wasn't, well, she was the help, but you know what I mean. She's in a ton of movies from my childhood. Yeah, I there's like one I'm really picturing her in, and I don't know what it is, and it's making me mad. Oh, it is but Die Hard. She's in Die Hard. Whatever. One of those two movies. Um, who else is in it? Because there's really not a ton of n- like super famous people in it, or notable people, I don't think. Not at the... I feel Wait like at the time second. it came out. You do know that the Wolfman is Uncle Rico. From, from Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, yeah. John, I don't think that constitutes. Can like, you throw a football over those mountains, Megan? Um, didn't think so. Okay, go on. <laughs> I'm just saying, you had du- uh, Duncan uh, Rugger, who is he was Zorro. Okay. Back in the day, he was Dracula. He was really good. Um, Tom Noonan is in this movie. He plays Frankenstein, mm-hmm. which he did a really good job as Frankenstein. Yeah. He's been in quite a few movies I remember from my childhood. All these movies are are linked uh-huh. in some way. Like, he was in Last Action Hero as just one of the villains. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, really memorable in it. But Last Action Hero was written by uh, Shane Black, who wrote this movie, wrote Lethal Weapon, wrote Predator. Oh, actually, I think he just starred in Predator. But he helped a lot of people from these movies get cast in Predator. Okay. A lot of really cool stuff. Andre Gower, who is the main lead, mm-hmm. he plays Sean. Oh, the kid. Okay. Yeah. Which he's, I think really, as far as my childhood, I think this is really all he's known for. And I, I think he's fine with that. And that's what I'm saying. These actors, I really don't recognize them for much, much else. No, they were just like... <coughs> So sorry. How did I'm going to just stop apologizing. Just expect me to cough <laughs> randomly through the episode. I'm trying to think of how they tried to... Someone actually put this to me somehow. They are the... The kids are the wish kids... Wish version of the kids from Goonies. Oh, okay. Literally. <laughs> like the great value brand children. Right. I, when you said wish kids, I'm like, make a wish? I didn't know no. what you meant. No, no, no. Because okay. then they get to meet John Cena. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like you have Andre Gower, who's obviously Mikey. Yeah. You have Horace, who's meant to be Chunk. 
Okay. Well, I just realized I, when you said Mikey, I was like, that was not his name. But go, I get what you're doing What's now. You, okay. Yeah. yeah. Then you have Rudy, who's the cool kid. Yeah. He's like kind of a mixture of brand. Big brother. Yeah. And um, mouth. And mouth. Yeah. See, you got what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's good. Because <laughs> I'm dropping it hard. It's really what this movie is. It, like, I don't think they're direct sequels to each other or directly linked. I just think right. that you had all these movies that came out when when I was a kid that had, they were child adventure movies. This uh-huh. just happens to fall in there with like all those. Because you had Stand By Me and Fly the Navigator and stuff like that that came out. Yeah. A lot of child adventure movies. I've never heard of that. I've seen Stand By Me, but I haven't heard of the other one. Yeah. There's just a lot of kid movies that came out. I guess really you could even throw E.T. in there. It's a child adventure. Yeah. That's, you know, and I was thinking that while watching it. I'm like, there were a lot of child-driven movies in that era. And... And really, that's only the, that's like the only time it actually, to me, it worked. Yeah. Because you have all these kid movies and all the actors in them are good. Like Drew Barrymore is really good in E.T. Yeah. Even a movie like Firestarter, which if you watch it, it's it, it holds up for a movie that really I don't think it's a lot of love or praise. When you get young actors who can take direction like that, like, oh, man, I was watching um <laughs> I had Jordan and we were watching Casper. I know I was probably watching it and she wasn't, but it started playing other movies. I just let it go while mm-hmm. she was napping so she could have some type of sound, but it was playing movies like Casper or whatever. And I ended up playing <laughs> little rascals, which I never liked that movie as a kid. The one from the nineties or are you talking about like the little uh, rascals TV show? No, the, from the nineties, like my gang from the nineties. I don't know. Okay. The movie from the nineties. Yes. And, I actually didn't mind that movie growing up. I didn't like it. Something about it gave me weird vibes. I just didn't care for it. But I watched part of it while she slept. And I didn't realize. I mean, that's all that's in it is children. You just see a couple of adults, but it's all kids. And I mean, Whoopi's in it. She is. Oh, Reba McIntyre. And so it's Reba McIntyre. And that's not even her best movie. Tremors is her best movie. Yeah. Uh, and so is The Dirt Bag, but whatever. The dirt bag. Yes. Donald Trump. He's also, he plays Waldo's dad. Go figure. The oh, dude that's like, I'm wow. going to sue you. I, yeah. don't even, I didn't even remember that. He, Is that why you didn't like the movie? No. As a kid, no. It just made me feel weird. I always remember the scene. We're not even supposed to be talking about this movie, but I always remember the scene where they're in the clubhouse and they're uh-huh. eating the sandwiches and it has kitty litter on it. I oh, always yeah. remembered that part. <laughs> I always remember the, the part with the pickle where, uh, but we start singing. Oh, with the pick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just remember the kitty litter my part. Friend, my friend growing up, uh, Bill, he used to sing that song all the time. It was fucking the annoying. The pickle song. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, he was a little chubby guy too. So I think it was just about the pickles. Oh. Anything else. <laughs> Hi, Bill. If Sorry, you're listening. Bill, I didn't mean to <laughs> take the shot. I wasn't taking a shot at him. <laughs> anyway. That was out of love. And it, it was nostalgia. That's what it was, Bill. (laughs) Okay, let's bring it back, reel it back into Monster Squad. Um, Bring it back now, y'all. But the cast, yeah, it's mostly kid cast, and I feel like they did a good job. But I just think um, overall, this movie's just well cast. Now, the kid who plays Horace, I feel like I've seen him in some other stuff too, but I can't really place it. 
Um, more or less, I, he was a, like a TV kid. Okay, that's probably if he was on Nickelodeon or something. I'm I'm sure he might have been in something with Nickelodeon. Those kids during that time showed up in at least something that you would have saw. Right. So, uh, is there anything else you want to touch on, or you want to go ahead and just jump right into the the actual movie? Yeah, we can jump into the actual movie because. I don't want to give out any of the trivia yet. There's just a lot of really cool things about this. I think we both found that we're going to enjoy about this. I'm sure we'll probably drop some nuggets throughout, but we'll save a good chunk for the end. Just be careful <laughs> dropping nuggets. Yuck. <laughs> um, okay. I have thoughts on the opening scene. <laughs> it's on the schoolyard with the Snickers. Oh, oh wait. I thought you meant with I the pilot. Van Helsing. No. Oh, I must have. See, I told you I was walking around at first when it played. So <laughs> go ahead and tell me how it opens. The movie opens. They're coming to hunt uh, Dracula down. Uh-huh. And his brides and all them are in this old house. Oh, see, that explains so much. It explains so man, much. This movie. This movie. Uh, I was like, man, there's a real big plot <laughs> hole. <laughs> That's because it's in the first five minutes and I didn't watch it. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> This movie, my gosh, the whole plot swings on this damn amulet. I know. And I go ahead because I have questions written and I'm like, where does this come in? Oh, my gosh. So Van Helsing and them have to cast this dude into into this otherworldly dimension where evil goes. And that's how we get the book of Van Helsing. The diary. Yes. Of Van Helsing. Yes. The diary. They called it a diary. I I call it a diary. Did it have a key? No, I don't it think so. It should have a key. It's a diary. <laughs> Dear diary. Dear diary, today I conquered Dracula. I <laughs> and his wives. I even asked. I was like, "Where are these ladies come from? Who are they? His ladies and waiting. Who are these ladies and why are they so hot? Okay, then does it Dear go diary. to the school after that? Yes. Okay. Modern day. Now we're we're in today if you will <laughs> this is the scene where it's not very pc <laughs> in this scene um <laughs> uh, it wouldn't really f- it, it would not fly today but only because uh, there's a bullies which the kid okay the kid who's the bully is also the bully in scrooged and like he plays a really um demanding actor and scrooged and are you talking about the kid that not scrooged oh my Pee-wee's god peewee's big <laughs> i don't know why i was thinking scrooge i am always ready yes that kid i have been ready since first call roll does i hate he, how he says that does he always play that kid he's like the dick older brother in wonder years uh, I didn't really watch Wonder Years. It was a big show. He was a dick in that. Mm, well, okay. So he like plays he the same character. Like he grew up and he still looks like that too. Yeah. Well, he's the bully. And you have Horace who they call fat kid all the time, which like, God, the fat stereotypes are just nauseating. But maybe that's just my own personal <laughs> stuff it's coming just, out. My it's just the childhood traumas. Different time. People um, didn't hang everything up on it. Well, he does... Use the F word, and that's not very uh, PC anymore. But other than that, that's really the only like glaring thing in the movie. I was like, eh, you can't say that now. <laughs> you shouldn't say that anymore. Oh, I, it's a movie where I, I would have a hard time seeing them remaking, at least step for step. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that one, they would definitely they could put any other 
word, any other insult there, just not the F word. Um, but man, just making fun of a kid with his Snickers. I felt that in my soul when he stepped on that Snickers. <laughs> That's all right. He gets saved. He d- Okay. These kids are like 12 and then you have Rudy, the cool kid show up who's like, like 14, 13. 15. Yeah. I'm like, he's only a year older than them. And here he comes like, hey kids. Like Danny Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Got the really nice hair. Got the leather jacket. Uh, I think he he puts off more of a Bender vibe from Breakfast Club because he's got the earring and oh yeah, good call. I think honestly too, it, it, he's kind of got like a weird dynamic going for him. He can hang out with those kids, but he's not really like on the scale with the kids like at his own age. Yeah, if you notice through the movie. Well, that's what I think. It's he does like to be the older protector kid, but. In his own age group, he's kind of weak, if you will. It seems weird. I'm about weak. He wants I, I to was... be the leader of these kids in a way. Yeah. Or protector. Yeah, I'll stick with that one. But yeah, that opening scene at the school, I was like, not the Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was broken hearted about the Snickers, too, when they stomped it. <sighs> I uh, really made that kid eat it, though. He Motherfucker. did. <laughs> he did. Um, and then his voice cracked when he was like. Oh, yeah. Which <sighs> I can't do that. I can't get my voice to crack. That shit left me like over 20 years ago. <laughs> I probably could just in my, in my condition. I probably could, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> then, so, so there's like a couple of cut scenes then. So I guess you start in the past van helsing then you jump to the kids right and then you jump to these pilots which are like the chillest pilots on the planet they think they're just like they're cargo pilots yeah they're care they're they think they're carrying dead bodies and they're just like me <laughs> dead bodies that's okay that's all right they've probably done it before i don't know why they didn't question why there was a bat on the plane though weren't they coming out of like an area where they're still way like up in the air and then he goes back to check on it because they heard something move and up the bat flies by and he's like, ugh, bat. <laughs> and, and just swats it away. Yeah, but then it's Dracula. It is Dracula. But I would be questioning, like, how did a bat get up here? And that's why I didn't understand. They don't really explain how the stuff gets on the plane, like why they're carrying it and where they're carrying it to. Well, everything's going to different places. So let's not try to break any plot points. Uh, I'm just saying these are questions I had. <laughs> but in the cray is something very valuable. Uh-huh. Frankenstein's monster. Oh, yeah. Is that the only thing? Were those two traveling together then? Dracula and Frankenstein? Dracula was picking him up. Okay. So they're just like BFFs. Is that what I'm supposed to well, understand? Dracula is like the lead of these monsters. Uh-huh. So, you know, he just, one of the pilots just releases the the drop door yeah. to release the cargo. And it releases Frankenstein. Just Takes <laughs> the, a tumble. The, yeah, he just, whole crate, just see you later. Yeah. And like this little bog. Which is, is it the bog where Gilman is? Now, what sense would it make to the movie if it wasn't? They all have to come together so exactly. they could just be from all four corners, five corners of the come world together in this case. right now over me. With and their me powers combined. 
Exactly. They are the Captain Planet. <laughs> it's like a movie where you have like all the family members, something tragic happens and they all have to come back together. Yeah. <laughs> like Haunting a Hill House. There was this, this tragedy. Yeah, that's exactly. And come back together. Except now it's the... It's Frankenstein, the Wolf Man. Why is that also the one Come thing in. I thought of was haunting a Phil House? Because it's all about bringing bringing people together. That's a good show. I enjoyed that. Not Monster Squad. I know, but I liked haunting a Phil House too. <laughs> all right, it's, yeah. See, I put why and was Gil Man's strong as fuck too. He just lifts that crate up with two hands, tosses that shit on the bank. I know. I don't know who was in the Gill Man suit, but I bet that sucked. Oh, <laughs> had to be bad. It had to have been hot. Yeah. But I said, why Why are they being transported? I did ask that. Like, where are we going? Why? And why? Because <clears throat> the mummy, I don't know. Does he just sense that they're nearby and they awakened? They were playing off of uh, King Tut. Okay. Which, uh, the joke always being in the 70s that King Tut was on tour. Uh-huh. That's why Steve Martin did the King Tut song. So in the movie, they kind of pay homage to that. Oh, okay. Well, um, and he's so tiny compared to the other two. I put baby mummy with a smiley <laughs> face because it's just like this itty bitty guy next to these two tall dudes. He was kind of small, wasn't he? Yes. Great makeup, though. He looked great. Uh-huh. Um, ew, but the wolf man. God, that. It's Uncle Rico. Okay. Well, when he transitions from. A human into the wolf man yeah. it grosses me out so they always have to make their skin like sticky looking i don't know it's weird oh he's transitioning i know yuck it just the look of it when it's the hair and the his skin's bubbling it hollywood made, i didn't like it <laughs> i i actually like the transition i'm a big fan of werewolf movies though so i uh the only thing i can think of is american werewolf in london Oh, there's a lot of good ones. The Howling. Oh. Then you have Silver Bullet. Oh, that's true. One of my true. favorite movies ever. Yeah. I guess I forgot about that. Um, Okay. Well, the guy, this freaking cop. Okay. If some dude comes running into a police station and saying, lock, lock me, me up. up, I'm a werewolf. I would just lock him up anyway, just for being like crazy. Drunk tank. Yeah, like obviously he's not in his right mind. And they're just sitting there wanting to fight this dude. And be like, no, we're not going to lock you up. I'm like, he's obviously not well. Please put this man in a cell. Right. And some stupid cop comes right out and shoots him like five times. Like, whoops. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they had the toe tag his ass. They did. And <laughs> it took me a second. I'm like, okay, well, then how does he transition to Wolfman? Duh. The answer is the very moonlight. obvious. No, because it, they weren't silver bullets. That's why he didn't die. Oh, I thought you meant how he turned into the wolf man. No, I was like, that we know. Moonlight. That we know. That's moonlight all night, baby. <laughs> I know. But I the same thing when the kids the kids end up meeting up later because uh Shane, Sean, what's his the main kid's name? Sean. Sean. He's the one who has the like the epiphany, like, oh my god, I think all the monsters are here in our city and it, it all comes when they have their little meeting and stuff. He gets the diary of Van Helsing from his mom. Which, where the yeah, fuck what? did she find it? Thank like you. A, like at a, I guess like a rummage sale or something? A I, yard sale? I also asked. It could have been one of Book those. Club? I looked away for five seconds, but I was like, why does mom just have the diary of Van and Helsing? And how, how all of a sudden is that on Oprah's like book club list? <laughs> Her book of the month club. Right. <laughs> um. 
Oh, and it's in German. He's all excited to read it and then realizes it's in German. I'd be pissed too. I could probably read every fifth word. I could read none of it. My German is not good. Sorry, Frau, if you're listening. It would have been like old boy in, what's that movie? Beer Fest? Uh, I would have just, it, I don't know. People would have thought. Carefully, I'll me. probably curse someone in German. Or paying homage to like that dude. You'll wake some that. evil spirit. Right. Um. Yeah, so the oh. kids meet up. I, oh, he puts it together. That's what I wanted to know. Um, he sees the note on, uh, Sean sees the note. Someone took a, a phone call and said, Sean, His someone dad. called for you. And they left a name. I don't remember what the name actually is, but how does he all, like immediately know, like, oh, I bet that name scrambled. That's got to be a anagram for something. And oh, then, Sean's brilliant, duh. Just immediately he reads it and he's like, I don't know anyone by that name. It must be a scrambled name. <laughs> he wore a Stephen King rule shirt. Where could he go wrong in life? He did. That's a very uh, unique shirt. I don't know, unless people are really making Stephen King rules shirts. Uh, I think it was made special for the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one had that shirt, selling that shirt. <laughs> but he just knows to unscramble the name and he's like it's dracula realizes Drac. so dracula, dracula called and said hey can i borrow his diary please and thank you like <laughs> i don't know there's it's i mean it is a kids a family friendly movie i won't say a kids movie it is it's it's not meant to be anything too scary it doesn't get too deep i'll be honest but, it's just but for it's time this is an 80s movie where you can't make a lot of it today even the cursing is gets over the top. Oh, yeah. The little girl even curses. Phoebe, that precious yeah. angel. I don't remember what she's she said. She's such a cutie, yeah. <gasps> I don't she's remember what cutie. she says. Ah, uh, dang it. I wanted... I think I wrote it. I wanted to write it down, but I forgot. <laughs> <clears throat> but she even curses at them. And I was like, oh, she's like four. <laughs> Why is she doing that? I know. And then you had the hot sister. Yeah. Oh. And Rudy's just like, he. you knew he was going to join the freaking Monster Squad as soon as he looked out that window with the binoculars. Yeah, because then he realized it had a great vantage point to look into exactly. that bedroom. That's why he's come to the club every week. Um, But yeah, he calls all the, Sean calls all the kids together. Yeah. To, I, Rudy I don't know. Rudy had to do an initiation too. Like he had to answer questions, all kinds of stuff. Oh, to get into the club. Yeah. Which... I don't know. Those seemed like easy questions. Well, I mean, they obviously wanted him in the club. You got to have protection. Yeah, that's true. Why are you he making was, it hard for him? Right. He's got to be the muscle. Yeah. Like if it were pro wrestling, he would have been like Steve Mongo McMichael. You know, I don't know who that is. No, but some of these people out here will know who Steve Mongo McMichael is. Okay. And he was a football player, too. So, you know, he, he can back that back at. Everything he says up. All right. That was Rudy. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, somehow he deciphers, decides that all the... Oh, because he knows the mummy's missing. Dracula called and left a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what else. <laughs> but... Oh, the guy... He knew that the guy ran into the police station yelling, I'm a werewolf. Right. I'm the wolf man. So he puts together that... Uh, monsters are taking over their city for some reason. Um, some really, and that's when they come up with the name Monster right. Squad. 
they really come up with a lot of things all at once for this movie. Like you see a lot of this stuff happen in like the first maybe 25 minutes of the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Like they go meet Frankenstein finally. Yeah, which that's what I was thinking of, that Dracula just in his staff, he has the connections to uh, wake up Frankenstein. So I'm like, why are... I don't know. I know he had like a lightning rod in the staff. Yeah. Like he just, he knew he, he was going to have to wake him up. <laughs> oh yeah. I just immediately, this is so dumb. Powered down. Cause he didn't use the energizer batteries. I immediately thought of an American dad episode where <laughs> Steve and snot, uh, snot makes the comment like, Oh, you're ca- You carry my extra inhaler. And I always <laughs> carry an extra glass for your, uh, your, um, glasses. And Steve's like, Oh yeah, totally. And the yeah. inhaler's like, he got, it got made into the millennium Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> he was hanging up in his room. But I'm like, that's Dracula and Frankenstein. They're buddies. And Dracula is like, don't worry, buddy. I have the, I have my staff that can save your life. And Frank's like, Yeah. Me too. <laughs> he definitely does not have anything to save no. Dracula's life. <laughs> Supposed to have the amulet. No amulet. <laughs> yeah. Aw, and then he, Dracula tells him you have to kill the kids. Frank is a softy. He couldn't do that. No, good-hearted Frank. Yeah. He saw Phoebe. It's because he met Phoebe first, and he's and like, And they did I a playoff of the old Frankenstein movie with oh, that, yeah. too. That I did recognize. That shot is so iconic. Um, yeah. Her sitting by the... The pond, the river, whatever yeah, you want to call didn't it. Toss her in the pond. No, he didn't. Thank goodness. But a really cool shots them walking back, and you see their sil- like silhouettes in the sunset. Uh-huh. I like that shot. She's holding like one of his fingers because <laughs> yeah. his hands are so big, and she's so small. Um, I did. I saw. I was like, Phoebe and Frank are besties now. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe and Frank. They should have had their own TV show. They should have. I'd have watched it. A fun duo. He should carry her on his shoulders. Yeah. Let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh, and the, there was another cute little kid in the movie. He's in the Monster Squad. Oh, the real uh, little guy? Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. He was in a ton of TV shows yeah. growing up. His a dad was them. a jerk. He goes, he's like, dad, there's a monster in my room. And the dad's like, oh my God, you're not sleeping in our bed tonight. And gets sarcastic with him. Yeah, he opens up the closet and is like, ooh, there's a monster. And the mummy's just standing right there. Yeah, should have snapped the dad's neck. Oh, maybe mad. That little boy was so cute. He's like, the monster's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Poor Eugene. He always, he saw Gilman and no one else did. He's like, you guys. took my fucking Twinkie. He did. He took. Well, to be fair, Especially, Eugene dropped that Twinkie in the water. He didn't mean to. Okay. Well, but Gil- we've all been there. And if we've been, if it would have been during the hostess drought <laughs> that happened, which if any of you remember that, it was a really rough time on America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's this time where hostess went away. I'm getting teary. I thinking about it. <laughs> Stop. And then they came back with a vengeance. America was not having it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and then they brought it back and America was back. We never felt more united than no. in that moment. Me and David Letterman, we were both just standing proud. <laughs> just ho-hos in the hand. Just something about a country coming together for... Know, for some chocodiles. <laughs> for a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can take my freedom, but you can't take my ding dongs. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Ooh, I'm thinking of the seasonal stuff, like the Christmas trees. Oh, the Christmas mm, tree cakes. Those are so good. Yeah, you know how many like moms would have blown up over that. Kids are expecting like that that green candy glass on on cake. I know that was that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, little candy crack crystals. <laughs> I don't even, that's really the only holiday one that I get hyped for. Really? I think so. What other holiday ones do I have? Oh, you have like the spooky cakes. You have all the fall cakes. Oh, like the, look, anything brownie was too thick. I could not. Yeah. I was never like in the, the like, bat brownie. Yeah. No. I couldn't do those. Cute, but couldn't eat it. <laughs> those, what are those pumpkin delights? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. My dad bought all those, man. He's a big fan of like, like those little like pre-made hostess pies and stuff like that. He, was oh. a, he loved those things like in like coffee cakes and stuff like that. Uh huh. The swirls. Are the, uh, now I'm starting to think, is that little Debbie or is that hostess? The- I think I might've just started naming all the cake brands there are. Was it Mr. Freshly gonna, or something? Mrs. Right. Freshly. Gonna, we're going to end up getting sponsored off oh. that. Host is going to be like, man, this dude just boosts our sales <laughs> talking about the drought. <laughs> Everybody's going out and buying Hostess like scary cakes or going to Sam's Club buying the Ding Dong and Twinkie combo pack. Cause we definitely we bought the Ding Dong combo pack. Oh my God. We have no self-control anyway. I thought you were going to say we have no souls. No, no <laughs> just sold out the Hostess. Jesus, we got to make a change. <laughs> Michael, Michael tried to tell us, man. He did. Okay. Look, after all change. that, little kid, Eugene. Eugene knew what was up. He also called for the army. The army just took forever to he, get there. He knew in a time of crisis, you got to do the right thing. He did. He's like, it's time for martial law. <laughs> right. And said, get in here. <laughs> There's monsters everywhere. Get here quick. Love, Eugene. <laughs> he did. It was, get here quick. Um, As only a little kid can. Uh. Oh, and they did that classic. I feel like you see this in so many movies. First of all, there's always a dog sidekick, uh-huh. uh, which I think the dog's name was Petey or something, which is also the name. And I like, think he was from Little uh, Little Rascals. Rascals. Yeah. And the kids, they all do the hands in when they're like, we're going to get the monsters. Then Everyone agree. The montage. And then the dog does the paw in because mm-hmm. that happens in uh, every he's movie. He's a member of the group, Megan. Yeah, I guess. And then Rudy asking the real question, because at the same time I was thinking, I'm like, how did that dog get up there? Rudy said, how'd the dog get up here? I said, (laughs) Rudy's asking the real questions here. Hey, sometimes you got to break that fourth wall. Rudy was just, he was making things real. Little girl can't get in there. Yeah. But but the dog can. Um, And then it's mostly like middle yeah montage just building yeah, up gotta, getting to the you got to build the weapons and all that oh yeah that that's right that's what it shows them like gathering Rocking the until you drop and something about your brains falling out or yeah. something like. until your brains fall out I, that song's that song's awesome i almost wrote down <laughs> i don't know what they're saying but i know the i song, just remember the your brains songs. fall out that's when I was listening to him, like, what did it just say? And none of these kids are getting questioned about the stuff they're making. No, making Rudy's just sharpening and... like uh, little yardsticks into arrows. Uh-huh. Like those little. Uh, to stakes, yeah. Yeah. And then he's melting down silver. Stole cro- uh, bow and arrows. Yeah. 
just off the archery range. <laughs> Why? In broad daylight while they were having class. He did. At the teacher's feet, he's just like, Bloop. All the other kids just left Rudy to fucking take the drop. <laughs> he did. Well, he's the bad guy or the bad kid, I guess. Bad boy. <laughs> bad, bad boy. <laughs> Everything goes back to American Dad, I swear it, to God. It has to. They That show's amazing. I know. They cover all the stuff we love. <laughs> um. So, yeah, montage, middle, middle. <laughs> they get their... Uh, their weapons together, and now it's time to actually... got to have the face down. Take on the monsters. Face down. Oh, face off. We, what am I talking about? I, I was just going to let face you have down. that one, I guess. <laughs> we um, got to have the face down for Dracula. We forgot about the German guy. Oh, yeah. They finally have he's to... Because they got to get that damn diary read. Yeah, he's a big uh, pivotal point in the movie because they're like, how do we read this German thing? And everybody's scared of him. And they don't explain why, except that he was German... And they did that in a lot of movies and TV shows where you have like the coming out of the German guy that's the Nazi scare, essentially. Right. They don't say it, but we know. Right. We know what and you're doing. It turns out he's not even German. <laughs> that guy? No, he was Jewish. He had the. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He had the tattoo. The tattoo. But he can read German and he did read German and he explained what the book was and they were like. Cool, so we just have to get this amulet and we can stop. Because it made the comment, I think I wrote it down. we got to talk about that product placement, too. Which one? Pepsi. It was everywhere in that movie. Label out. Was it really? Yeah, Rudy drinks it at the little uh, like kid hangout. Uh, the German, German guy. He's not German. He's Jewish. The Jewish guy serves him Pepsi See, while they're waiting. And the horse gets excited. I remember the pie. <laughs> That's the what pie. I remember. Um, but yeah, he, he... Burger King. Okay, you want to know how... Jesus, here we go. This whole episode is making me hungry and also just realizing that... I'm realizing somebody better s- start shooting some messages over to some of these brands <laughs> real quick. When the car drives by really fast and it's literally just a yellow blur in the background, I said, <laughs> is that Burger King? Right? <laughs> That old logo, the classic you logo. Didn't even, it was a yellow light. You couldn't even make it out. And I was like, I think that's Burger King. And then it pans over. I was like, oh, my God, it is Burger King. I'm that, so upset. We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> what? The freaking, my like my favorite scene in the movie is where Sean's sitting on the roof of his house looking oh, down yeah. at the drive-in that he, he couldn't go to that movie. Yeah, because it opens up. His dad's the cop. And the town... He's like, like the main sheriff, officer, kind of, yeah. Detective, maybe. And he wanted to go see the movie, and his dad's like, "Oh, I'll take you tomorrow." And he's like, "We can't do it tomorrow. Everyone's gonna have seen the movie by then." And it's hilarious. It's just, it's taking shots at like the slashers that were big during that time. Oh yeah, because <laughs> this is like part ten of whatever movie series. Yeah, it was it? something ridiculous. I would have watched it too, though. He's like, he I love slashers. His dad's like, I thought he died in the last movie. He's like, yeah, he came back to life. <laughs> Duh. Just Apparently like he didn't do. see. Yeah, right. Apparently you've never seen this story happen, sir. 500,000 other times. You know how many times I watched Jason Voorhees die and come back? Several. Exactly. <laughs> At least and 10. And he's still Jason Voorhees. He is. And he... I don't know what makes him superhuman, whatever. What makes any of them superhuman, honestly? A mother's love. Oh, okay. <laughs> My goodness. Jason Voorhees, is he's tragic. 
Yeah, I know, but <laughs> whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, they I have like this that. scene. I made him the good guy instead of the bad guy. <laughs> Misunderstood. Um, but him and his dad end up sitting on the roof. His dad comes home and right. they right. hang out on the roof and watch through binoculars. And eat Burger King. <laughs> I guess. And eat Burger King. They definitely ate Burger King. I won't forget that ever. Um, but that was earlier in the movie. Now we're at the actual showdown part because they had the guy help translate the book. So now they know they're looking for this amulet and that um, it protects from evil and it can't be destroyed except for every 100 years at the stroke of midnight. It can be. He had to say it with that creepy accent too. Every 100 years... At the stroke of midnight. <laughs> um, so that that's the goal now. They realize they've got to get this amulet to get rid of the monsters. All that bad juju. Get rid of it. So we've montaged. We've got our weapons. We're mm-hmm. ready to show down, of course, in the town center, town square, whatever. And the thing the kids got really got out of that? Knowledge. Of what? We're teaching the kids how to get rid of Dracula. Oh, yes. Stuff they will definitely need every day. Apparently they did, Megan. Mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you get rid of Dracula? Amulet, bitch. An amulet. An amulet, bitch. Why do you have to call me names? I ain't calling you a bitch. I'm saying it just in particular. Oh, okay. He's calling you guys that. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying it in statement (laughs) form. (laughs) It's not directed at anybody. (laughs) It's just joking. Um. <clears throat> All right, so oh yeah, because this is where they have to awkwardly ask that kid's sister if she's a virgin. Not yet. They have to go to the house to get the amulet. Okay, well, things are happening happening simultaneously. Right. You've got half the group going for that, and the t- really, it's just Rudy and I don't know what the brother's name is. The one kid, shoot, whatever. He's one of the kids in the group. It's yeah. his sister. And they're going to ask her if she's a virgin, because for whatever reason, it has to be a female virgin to read from the diary of Van Helsing. Why a girl? I don't know. Like, why couldn't it have been a guy virgin? They never see. Plot I, I holes. can't answer that. Plot holes. Could have just had one of the, the boys read it. Makes no they sense. They could have. But it, it has to be a girl, of course, because plot. So... <laughs> I can't answer that question. I really can't. Yeah, technically, see. Rudy could have read it. Right. It. I don't know where it specifically said a girl had to read it. But they get his sister, who she says she's a virgin. And it's uh, Patrick. Patrick's sister. Okay. that's. I cannot remember these kids' names. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the same time, the other group is going to get the amulet, the which is... Uh, where is the amulet? It's in the mansion. Okay. Dracula's already oh, there looking for it too. Six 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 Shadow Brook Drive or something is the address. Stop it's breaking so this movie apart, Megan. I'm sorry. It's just all these silly nuances. They're tributes. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're getting the amulet. That's also where you finally get to see the Wolfman try to actually do something. <laughs> oh yeah. Well. The other thing with Wolfman, I have to say it, besides his transition to a wolf being gross, 
his face and head are so small in relation to the rest of his They made body. him look more human than wolf. Okay, well, it was it disturbing, was haunting to look at. <laughs> it was haunting. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't remember how they get the amulet. I must have walked away at this Kick point. Kick the wolf man the nards. Get that amulet out of there. That's Wolfman's right. got nards. One of Chica. the more quotable lines of this movie for some it reason. Might, it's probably the most known line from this movie. Yeah, because uh, he tells him, kick him in the nards. He did it, too. And he tells him he doesn't have any, and then kicks him, and sure enough. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. Mm-hmm. And then they meet up, and then they have the sister read. It's in, the showdown, yeah. In poor German, <laughs> this excerpt from the diary and surprise nothing happened um and she's like well jason didn't count and they're like does it count (laughs) they're so mad this also the really quick this also they exhume all the other monsters they Mm -hmm. unravel the mummy (laughs) they do i forgot on the drive there yeah they finally get rid of the wolfman after blowing him up and throwing him out of a window Okay, that was kind of sad, though, because he turned back into a human for just a moment, and he said, thank you. Shot him with a silver bullet. Because he, he was being tortured, really, because he wasn't himself as the no, wolf. No, and also he was being used by Dracula. Dracula was really evil in that movie. He was. That was like one kind of, in all this chaos, a really sad moment where the guy looks at Rudy as the one who ends up shooting him, and he tells Rudy, thank you, before dying. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. So sad. <laughs> Gilman pops out of the sewer. Yeah, and Horace just blasts him. <laughs> just fucking shotgunned him right in his chest. In front of his bullies, by the way, who wouldn't yeah. let him in the the building to save him. Well, he him. also raised that gun like he's going to shoot them next, too. Like, yeah, because they said, well, fat kid. He's like, it's Horace. <laughs> and yeah, Horace about gun. to go shoot up something. <laughs> yeah. He just got a taste for blood. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So they did. They knocked out three of them, three of the five. Yeah. Because there are and you five. You still have Frank left. And then Dracula, he's at his wit's end. His brides have been killed by. That's right. Rudy killed the brides with the fucking bow and arrow, finally. Oh, yeah. He finally got to use it. And then you have the amulet being held by the little girl. The little girl. Gets picked up by by Dracula. Yeah, someone suggested they're like, "Why can't Phoebe read it?" And they're like, "She can't read." <laughs> so the guy <laughs> says he'll just recite it, and she can repeat after him. Um, so her and the the Jewish guy are reading from the diary to open up this portal to send them back to wherever once they came from. Once they came, <laughs> um, give me the amulet, you little bitch. Oh, what that, a line. That scene. It was creepy, too. And I don't know if you told me this or if I heard it somewhere. This is a little nugget, I guess, of trivia that we really didn't drop a ton. But that scene where he lifts her up and says mm-hmm. that, they were trying to get a, a scared reaction out of her, but it kept looking fake. Like, you could tell she wasn't really scared of him. So he ad-libbed that yeah. that last part, and she wasn't expecting it. And that really is her screaming. She was scared. Um, and they actually had to do the scream take again because her first scream was so loud that it like blew the speakers and they're like, don't scream that loud. <laughs> it worked, but the boom mic, it killed the boom mic. Yeah. Her face was like, she was genuinely scared when he did that to her. <laughs> I read that too. Like it was genuine. Uh, uh-huh. 
and he he felt really bad about it later. I know. God, you had to. Because her and her relationship with Frankenstein's monster. Oh. And Frankenstein hero mode. Yeah. Which was really cool. He's the one that freaking deals with Dracula. And Dracula's he like, turned what on are his you buddy. doing? Yeah, he did. Just to save Phoebe, mostly, and the right. other kids. <laughs> but... Because they did all hang out. He got to see a picture of boobies before he went to. <laughs> Bogus. Oh, Bogus. That's what he says, yeah. Before knocking a, him out. And he got to wear sunglasses. He did? Fuck yeah, he did. Huh, I don't remember when that happened. Sunglasses Frankenstein. Summertime Frank. <laughs> that's not, not a costume. That's not a costume. So yeah, they knock him... He, Dracula and Frankenstein, unfortunately. Frankenstein's yeah, monster has to go into the portal. And it's really sad because Phoebe's holding his hand and telling him not to go. It really was sad. It did. Like, you didn't want to see Frankenstein go, especially when he became such a really good, like, hero character all at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It broke my heart. But I was like, he has to go. So he gets sucked up into the portal. And that's the end. Of- and who shows up? Last, oh yeah, the damn army. After all, after all the conflict, and like, where's the monsters? And we don't need your help now. We got it. Who are you guys? We're the Monster Squad. Then it hits that Monster Squad rap. Yep, had to end it. End it on that. Um. So I guess if we want to go into some trivia now, uh, even though I know I dropped some that one little piece there at the end. That's well, give really... me your trivia, then I can give you my trivia. that work? Yeah, I'll go through, because I did grab a couple of things, but I don't know how much um, I want to give out here. Uh, yeah. One of them, it said that the flick, or the flick, this movie, they say the flick, got a brief shout-out in Night of the Creeps. Yeah, it's written on the wall. Yes. Because it it's made by the same company. Uh-huh. He, it was co-written with Shane Black. Yep. And... <laughs> During the shooting in the trailer at about the 29 second mark, if you pause it, uh, it's written on the bathroom stall. It says go monster squad. Yep. Um, here we go. So here's why the creatures kind of looked the way they looked. It says that the designers worked hard to avoid legal problems with universal. There's a lot of things. I had some things to say about that too, but go ahead and say what you had to say. Well, the Monster Squad, the whole point of the movie, it was a tribute to the universal iconic um, yeah. mo- movie monsters from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. That This was supposed to pay tribute to it, but the studio passed on producing the film, like Universal passed on it, mm-hmm. which was ultimately picked up by TriStar. That's who... Yeah, that's the distributor. The- yeah. So that forced the Monster Squad visual effects team to get creative since Universal didn't pick it up. And here's something people don't know, but mm-hmm. so there's this big thing out there that Stan Winston, who's a effects <laughs> genius. Uh-huh. I mean, he's done the Terminator, the Predator, Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Everybody thinks he did all the effects for this movie. It's not true at all. There were multiple effects people that came out there. That's why some people that shit on the effects of some of the monsters, mm-hmm. they're not even his creations. But, like, you see ones like the Gill Man, uh-huh. and it's, like, beautifully done makeup. It's, yeah. Well, that's what I said. Whoever had to wear that Gill Man suit was 
suffocating. Yeah, dying. I uh, wonder if that thing took on water too, because he had to do a lot of scenes in water. Uh, see, they don't really talk about it in detail. They said they 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 just made subtle changes to. There's a documentary the too. Uh, Wolfman's Got Nards. I'm sure it goes into it. I haven't got to watch it yet. Oh, okay. Well, something we can check out. Yeah. Um. All right. One of the characters, the mummy involved casting for the mummy involved a bizarre want ad. So the mummy. Yeah. It says, oh, here we go. Cause I talked about, I put baby mummy. <laughs> Cause oh. it was so small. The, I think I pulled this from mental floss is where I got this trivia, but they said mummies aren't usually noted for their girth. First of all, I really hate that they use the word girth to describe the mummy, but okay. <laughs> Saying, quote, I've always been super skinny, said actor Michael Reed McKay. What the heck? Um, One fateful day, a friend pointed out an unusual casting advertisement in Variety. It said, looking for an extremely thin actor on the verge of anorexia. Uh, McKay said oh the 80s he headed straight for the studio and after showing off some creepy gestures he won the part of the mummy which his movements and stuff are really good Uh he he was really good as the mummy I don't know how many times I can say that the mummy and the gill man even the wolf man were really good in this movie and Mm -hmm. Frankenstein all the monsters were good what am I talking about (laughs) the only ones that might be like phoning in a little bit are the brides I think he could have done a lot more with them yeah. Uh, now, the girl who played Phoebe, um, at, her name is Ashley Bank. She actually turned down a role in Fatal Attraction to play Phoebe. Really? Yep. As she said, Monster, Monster Squad made me an offer first. Had Fatal Attraction been shot in Los Angeles, I probably would have done both, but it was in New York, so I had to do the Monster Squad. My parents wanted me to have more fun. It was a bigger part, and it would be a kid's movie that I could actually see. I never regretted it. Yeah, I think she made the better choice. I wonder what... Who, That's personal, but... <laughs> I've never... I heard of Fatal Attraction, but I don't think I've ever actually seen it It's in, in its entirety. So... um. And here's another piece of trivia. An early draft of the script involved Van Helsing fighting with Dracula with machine guns. (laughs) I believe it. The Monster Squad (laughs) co-writer Shane Black initially wanted a far more overblown and expensive opening scene. And the 2007 DVD documentary, Decker recalled that Shane Black envisioned Van Helsing laying siege to Dracula's castle on a Zeppelin with machine guns. Racing out to meet him would be 40 vampire brides riding horses. Um, But Decker quickly burst his bubble and said, we can't make this. This is the first five minutes of the movie and we've already spent a hundred million dollars. Like there is no way they could pull that off financially. And think about how goofy that looks. I I get it. Shane Black is like the guy that writes action movies. Uh He wrote all the action movies I watched growing up. Yeah. Including like Last Action Hero. Okay. So it's like a a spoof movie, but still an action movie. Can you imagine if they would have allowed them to have that kind of budget and then still not make what it did at the box office? Oh, Oh, those guys' careers would be over. Oh, my God. 100%. Um, All right. So you talked about their treehouse and how it's a really cool treehouse. The treehouse is littered with horror Easter eggs, which all you have to do is pause it when they're in there and you can see. Um, 
It says you've got to hand it to these kids. They know how to decorate. Wallpapering their uh, arboreal hangout spot are posters and stills from movies that span the history of horror, including favorites from like 1955, 72, 83, so They did really good, like... Whoever came up with the design for that did an amazing job because it looks like a clubhouse kids would be in. Uh huh. And especially for what they're into, they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, this that, movie was only in theaters for two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. I had saw that when I was reading through this, which that blew my mind. They were that disappointed with how it did the opening week. They were like, "We'll give it another week to just try to recoup." Then it did worse. They just pulled it. That sucks. Well, you said you liked um, the guy who played Dracula, Duncan Reger. Uh-huh. He, do you know who almost had the role of Dracula? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. You know he was given that role twice? Really? They took it from him twice. I get, really? I didn't He didn't read. have any name value. They were afraid to go with him. He had a great casting. But as soon as they saw Duncan do his rendition of the character, yeah, they were so blown away with it. They were like, "We got to go with him. We have to." Yeah, they said that Liam Neeson had a really good audition. They thought he was for sure going to be Dracula, but then they saw him and he blew it out of the water. Yeah. They're like, "No way! This is our guy now." <laughs> um, here we go. So. While delivering the final line, Andre Gower was told to imitate Clint Eastwood. I could, yeah, I could see that. Moments before the credits roll, a victorious Sean looks squarely at the camera lens and says, we're the monster squad. Wanting the line to sound cool without getting campy, he instructed Gower to do it like Clint. <laughs> <laughs> also, something cool about this movie. Uh huh. Remember, we were talking about the Stephen King rules shirt. Yeah. This movie is littered with Stephen King shit. They, they were huge fans of Stephen King. Mm. Uh, Fred Decker, the director and co-writer, and Shane Black, who uh-huh. also co-wrote. Uh, it had just come out the year before. Uh-huh. And have you ever read the book? No, I have not. Okay. So in the book, Pennywise disguises himself as Dracula, the Wolfman. Frankenstein's monster. Oh, Gilman. I didn't know that. He does all those. Huh. It's uh, it's really cool. Mm. So it definitely pays homage in a way to that as well. And Monster Squad was going to be given a sequel solely because the, you have the second part of it where uh-huh. they're adults. Yeah. They had written. Uh, I don't know if it was ever finished, but there was always plans for them to do a later version of the kids when they're grown up yeah well unfortunately not that they would have cast in the same people of course they would have had to wait years for that to happen but kind of on that note with the kids growing up and i we didn't really talk about the yeah we did uh i couldn't remember if we talked about it on uh, while we were recording or not but what the people are known for like what what else they've done um the kid who played horace brent Callum or Chalum, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you pronounce him. He died of pneumonia at yeah. the age of 22. That really, yeah, that's super sad. Um, that and they said he'll always be remembered for his talent, his warmth, and his immortal line, Wolfman's got no hearts. 
But I can't believe that. 22 years old of pneumonia? Yeah. It, some, some movies have like a curse about them. Like you have Poltergeist and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because none of these people really got to do anything else with their careers except for like Mary Ellen Trainer. But she had already done all these other movies. By the yeah. time she'd done Mon- Monster Squad. And even then, she died in 2015. She's dead? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. That sucks. And then, you know how many times this movie was going to get rebooted? No. There's three that I know of, for sure. But when I was doing more research online, I I came up on like damn near <coughs> six or seven times that this movie was planned to be remade. Even Michael Bay tried to have it rebooted. And Michael Bay is known for rebooting shit. I know. Well, that's all I have as far as trivia, unless you've got anything else you want to share. Well, when I talk about this movie and the release, I think part of the reason why it didn't fare as well as other movies... 1987 was a blockbuster year for movies. Let's just call it for what it is. I think people honestly weren't ready for it to be like a kid's movie with those monsters, especially Mm -hmm. after you had a movie like The Lost Boys come out. Uh Uh-huh. Also, kids fighting monsters, only it's an actual horror movie. Yeah. that I think that really made a difference on why this movie didn't do as well as it should have at the box office. I guess. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Because, I mean, it, did it really become a cult classic? Is that what's happened? Oh, to yeah. It? It's, it's got an insane following. Yeah. It, I don't know. People who grew up with it and appreciate it or passing it down to their kids or whatever, you know, and I think that's probably how it's being passed along. Uh, it took them a while to get somebody to do the music for this movie too. They finally got Bruce Broughton, which he's more known for like TV and stuff like that, like Dallas and stuff like that. Uh huh. But, but the music I think helps this movie too. You have like the kid friendly stuff. It has serious music and it has heartwarming and touching music at the same time. It they did a really good job with the sound. Mm-hmm. Well, and that kind of leads us into uh, our review, our our review, our um, rating of the movie. So, do you want to go ahead and go into that? Yeah, we can talk about it. Let's talk about uh, re rewatch or rewind. Yep. Would you put this back on? I gotta say. Um, I'm a fan of it, especially now that, you know, I'm a parent. Oh, yeah. This is a movie I can watch with my child or with my wife. I I think it's just, this is a movie you can watch with people. Like, if you want to have people get together and stuff, you're going to have a good time with it. Yeah. I can't say it's a movie you can watch all the time, though. Yeah. So I'd probably give it like a 3.5 or a 4, honestly. And this is one of my favorite movies, so don't get me wrong. I just, uh, but you have to be fair. You can't have too much of a good thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I'd give it a three. Like, I, I enjoyed it, even only having seen it in the last few years. Uh, I did enjoy it. But, you know, I, I'll i watch it every once in a while, but it's not something I'm going to want to put on repeat or watch several times in a right. season or something, you know. Uh, we watched it recently, and I think I'm good for a while. That sounds give it bad because it was a fun movie. I'll give it a four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Let's talk about the the impact, what this movie has done moving forward, its legacy, uh-huh. things of that sort. Uh, I don't 
I, I know people love The Goonies. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. It will always be my favorite movie. I don't know if mixing Goonies with the Universal Monsters really works to a point where it's always going to hold up. By the time you had this movie come out, the Universal Monsters had were like, some of them were like 50 years old by uh-huh. that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, so in the 80s. You're try- yeah, and you're trying to relaunch those. That And there's movies that came out after that, like, that redefined those characters. Uh-huh. You had movies like, like you brought up earlier, American Werewolf. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really do too much with the creature from the Black Lagoon, but they reintroduced him in this. Uh-huh. And he has a better look. But I don't know if... See, this is a hard question to answer for See, me. See... I don't think, I think it has a cult following. I don't think it has a mainstream following. The movie itself, like, I know there's a, Dracula's obviously your star. There are so many movies and takes on Dracula, kid friendly and not, um, or just vampires in general. Uh, I mean, if you want to stick with just Dracula, like we've got Hotel Transylvania, that's a kid friendly movie and it's still getting sequels. Um, but uh, I feel like I watched something recently. Oh, it was not a new show. It was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> where she right, actually vampires gets to are always going to be the main course. Yes, um, I think Gilman is probably the least touched on, or the Mummy. I could be not. No, no, no. Brandon Fraser. That's true. The second it left my mouth, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> so yeah, I think the Gilman probably gets the least amount of attention. But as far as this movie in particular and the impact it's left, unfortunately, it's not much. No. I don't think so. This is going to be one of like the times I have to give a three, and I don't want to. I'm almost going to give it a two. <laughs> give it what you want. Yeah, I'm probably going to go I'm with gonna a go two. I'm going to go with three. Because uh, people within the horror community, I feel like... I can't even say it will always be put on a pedestal. Yeah, but not even all horror fans. If you're a fan of like the classic horror, you still may not like this movie. That's true. I you made a really good point with that. I don't know if ever because in some of the like, I, I guess like the corners of the internet, I yeah, I frequent. Uh huh. There are people that will jump on me about things I like. Yeah. Because I'm always a big fan of you got to have the comedy before you have the horror because all horror is based out of comedy. Yeah. And then some people will try to gatekeep you, which that's a term we use a lot now. People that want all these scary movies to be serious. And I hate that. Yeah. So a movie like this, I don't know if it can withstand the test of time, especially with where horror has come to and where it's at now. Well, just... The mainstream horror. There are still people who appreciate dark comedies and stuff like right. that, and it but will still, continue they, they, to be they made. wouldn't even call it a horror movie, though. They would call it a dark comedy. Oh, that's yeah. like we talked about Shaun of the Dead last week, right? Some people don't even say it's a horror movie. Uh huh. They say it's a comedy and solely a comedy. Well, I've had yeah. this talk with a few people. Yeah. Oh, God, sorry. I'm getting, like, real stuffy now towards it's the okay. end. It's all right. Um, I didn't apologize for most of it. I was coughing. Y'all just dealt with it. So you can deal for, like, five more minutes. Uh, <laughs> the last thing we're going to rate it on then is just the look of the movie, the sound, the quality. The aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> the sexy aesthetic. Um, 
Well, it was the 80s, you see. <laughs> it's as 80s of a movie as you can get. Yeah. It's they put, dated. They, they put sunglasses on Frankenstein. <laughs> but it's it has a charm to it. Yeah. If you love 80, 80s movies, you love this movie. You would love this movie. I don't Rudy's know. Rudy's look, the kids look, the parents. And maybe it's because I was never a young boy, but I don't know if kids really talked like that. I'm sure they did. Like growing up, I cussed a lot. <gasps> Poor Shay. Sorry, 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 mom. <laughs> sorry, mom, dad. Um. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't know how realistic it, the kids were for the time. It was um, rad, Megan. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need to know. The movie is rad, not the movie rad. The movie and- is rad. All right, well, then let's talk about the effects, <laughs> like um, Dracula changing from the bat into Dracula and vice versa. The, I mean, they did what they could with what they're they dated. had. They're dated, but I still, I still think they're good. I love the look of a lot of the costumes for the monsters. <sighs> There's the part at the end when they're being sucked into the vortex. The dog. You can see the wire that the dog is on. Like, I very clearly saw it. It's a big black wire. I was like, are you kidding? Uh, You couldn't have hid that just a little bit more. (laughs) So, I mean, yes, the majority of it looked good. It does look dated. uh, But then there were parts like that where I was like, "Eh, okay. (laughs) The costume, excuse me, what the heck? The costumes were really good, though. Uh, You know, they, even though they couldn't go, they had to make subtle changes because it couldn't be the universal monsters. And Uh, that was another thing we didn't really get to cover. They couldn't use the universal monsters look. Yeah. I touched on that a little bit in the trivia. Like Frankenstein has the bolts on the neck in the universal movies. In this one, they had to put them on his head. Yeah. Which to me makes more sense. If you're going to bring somebody back from the dead. And he's got like staples instead of stitches. Right. And, yeah. If you're going to bring somebody back from the dead, you would try to electrify the brain, wouldn't you? To reanimate its br- the brain waves. I, that, made, that made more sense to me. And one of the Even other things. Even though it's not things, how brain chemistry works, but. What was one of the other things that it mentioned that like it was a really subtle thing that. They had to completely redo the Gilman design. They would not let them sign off on anything about that. It had to be a totally different look. I know that for a fact. Well, that's Dracula doesn't have a widow's peak. Yeah, because such he a had to be small unique. change. Yeah, but it made it so where they weren't infringing on anything. So and with the Wolfman, they had to give him more of a hunched back and a tiny face. <laughs> yeah, because they and they tried to make him more dog-like in his legs. Uh huh. Whereas in like the Wolfman movie, he's flat-footed, mm. just barefoot running through the woods and stuff. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, I guess for the look, uh, it's kind of a hard one for me. I feel really bad doing this. I know you really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I... also think of the set design and stuff, too, because I really like the drive-in scene. I'm going to go with a three, just because the monsters really pulled it together, but there's other parts of it that were lacking I think. So that's a four, a three, and a four. So 3.66666666666666667. I can't stand you. I'm going to say it's a three overall. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's mine. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to make it easy. I'm not doing real math. Y'all can just... Overall, it's a three. It's a good movie. It's an entertaining it's movie. One, it's one of the most watchable movies you can have. I'm, I've seen bad movies. I have seen some fucking bad movies. <laughs> I know. We have. We've seen bad movies. You've seen more than I have, I think. Yes. <laughs> but, if you know my buddy, Josh, that dude lives for some bad movies. <laughs> On what purpose, like fucking... he knows they're bad going in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Oh, <laughs> that was a real movie. I had to watch it with that dude. And I was like, oh, my God, when's it going to end? <laughs> like it had some funny one liners. Like for some reason, these wild dogs are just running around and he's got a face like the like the head head of the pack. He's like, uh-huh. Chupa this. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> for no reason. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. that movie did have a really, really funny line in it. Uh, some random college kids running around he's like yo we got cheaper cops all up in this place oh my god <laughs> what year was this made oh lord oh, sorry <laughs> got so excited not to phone off my desk <laughs> what year was that made early 2000s that's how you know it's bad oh god. <laughs> Come from like 2006 2007 maybe <sighs> well and it was a sci-fi movie let's be fair about that sci-fi movies always suck yeah if you want to compare it to movies like that sure this is five gold stars but it's it, it's solid gold this overall this solid gold i'm giving it a three and saying i can watch it occasionally and it is I already a gave fun my movie uh, well that's wrapping <laughs> up my review then so <laughs> we are not gonna do this whole well my my section was better <laughs> i didn't say it was i see what you're doing you said you finished up yours, so I finished up mine. Yes, but I also said mine was a little bit better, which it was. Okay, let's end <laughs> this episode before we have a domestic dispute. Oh, uh, I don't want to become a victim. <laughs> no. Have to wrap me in a blanket, give me a cup with nothing in. I just like to hear the sip noise because it soothes me. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap up Monster Squad. I'm going to need a cigarette, and I don't even smoke. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it for Monster <laughs> Squad in this episode. I had a lot of fun uh, talking about this one. Yeah, this was, like I said, we covered one of my favorites, so it's time we covered one of your favorites. Yeah, and the next one I think we're both a big fan of. Yeah, I know a lot of people in my circle will be friends. Uh, Fans of friends of this, fans of this, because uh-huh. well, this movie is. I think it's a movie that's not only good; it's great. Well, why don't we hit them with a little sneak peek? Ooh! All right, and then we will see you guys next week. I'm just gonna talk right. My whistle is fucking great, though. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, everybody. Okay, bye. Enjoy the fall. Next week on the Retro Club. Sam's room has a Rob Lowe poster in it. and a Molly Ringwald one. Always oh. thought that was weird though, because it's not just Rob Lowe. It it's is like shirtless, shirtless Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. <laughs> on like the back of his door. Why? Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to the Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. 
Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.